welcome back for another video. We've just passed the halfway mark of the season and in this one we're going to catch up with the experts to find out their transfer plans, captaincy and we'll look at the experts team as well. It's a wildcard special this week with a bunch of wildcards active so we're also going to run through the best team for Gaming 20 and beyond. If you're new around here hit subscribe to follow this series every week to help guide you through the season. Let's kick off with the manager highlight and James Cresswell's moved up to 817th in the world with a respectable 48 points in Game Week 19 despite no returns in his midfield from Saka, Salah or Odegaard. 41 of our experts are in the top 100k now at the halfway mark and 7 inside the top 10k. Enik got the top score in the experts league with 63 points. Did you beat the experts average of 42? This week all remaining experts still with a wildcard have got it active so 6% have got their wildcard active. 38% are rolling the transfer, 47% making one transfer, and 9% have made two transfers. Four of those nine have taken a minus four hit this week. More importantly, which players are they transferring in and who are they selling? The top transfer in this week is Alvarez, transferred in by 23%, which just might be enough to secure him a spot on the experts team. There's a lot to like about him, no Haaland, penalty duties, free kicks and corners, and of course he's got Sheffield United home and they visit the Etihad after conceding 3 to Luton home last match. Perhaps most surprisingly is that Haaland's one of the most transferred in players. The last we heard from Pep is that quote, he's still not with the team, he feels better but he hasn't made one training session with us, hopefully in January he can come back with us. Though of course being on a Game Week 20 wildcard presents an interesting dilemma. Do you get Haaland in anticipation that he's back in Game Week 21 and simply prepare the rest of your team to cope with his absence? Or further to that, do you get Son and Salah for one game week? Fortunately, we do have a bunch of experts on an active wildcard who will have thought through all the permutations, so we'll have a look at that shortly. 8% are selling Darwin and Archer, and interestingly 4% are selling Salah, despite the home fixtures in Newcastle, who are worse in the league for expected goals conceded over the last six. Bowen picked up his 13th attacking return of the season against Arsenal, 11 goals and 2 assists. They've got a decent fixture run, they've got Brighton next, and then Sheffield United and Bournemouth. Brighton will be without Dunk as well, who's suspended for game week 21. It was already a threadbare back line for Brighton, so Bowen looks a great transfer in this week. Kudus is leaving early for AFCON though, and they may have also lost Paqueta to injury during the Arsenal game which isn't ideal. Not enough to overlook Bowen though. After an 8 point to last game, he gustily looks the best defender and neighbour in the game at 4.1 mil. He should get a ton of starts in James's absence, he's actually playing great as well, very capable backup for Chelsea. Interestingly, a couple of experts have moved for Jota as well. Crazy differential with barely 1% ownership and they're hoping for plenty of minutes for him in Salah's absence. Immediate impact for him last match, scoring off the bench in a 6 minute cameo. As Stupinen also returned from injury last match, he was subbed on and he scored a weldy from outside the box. Brighton have on paper the best fixture run in the league, they've got West Ham Wolves, Luton Palace, Spurs, Sheffield United and then Everton as their next 7 games. Gemic 1 feels like a lifetime ago already and you almost forget how well he started the season with a goal and 2 assists in his first 2 games, he's 4.9 mil at the moment. If Dinia is sidelined for a while, Alex Moreno could be an amazing differential, extremely attacking, 5 mil, 0.8% owned, 4% have picked him up this week before they host Burnley at Villa Park. So as we said earlier, 6% have got their wildcard active. The next deadline is your last opportunity to use your first wildcard if you still got it. So if 6% of the wildcard is active, that's exactly 100% used now among all the experts. We've got a couple of wildcard teams from the experts to share. The difficult question to answer is do you get Haaland, Salah and Son? Do you get all of them, or none of them even? Gio Alcaron's got a very impressive recent history of two top 1k finishes in his last three seasons, and he finished 89 places outside the top 10k just before that. His wildcard's active, and he's got Ryer in goal, Trent, Conser, and Pedro Porra in defence, 
Salah, Palmer, Bowen and Foden midfield. Watkins, Solanke and Alvarez up front. On the bench he's got Turner, Gusto, Saka and Estupinam. Here's what he had to say. It's been a real test on patience to press the wildcard button, but it's the most fun to be on it right now. Turbulent times with uncertainty around the premiums, when Haaland will be fit and one week away from Salah and Son and everyone else going to AFCON in the Asian Cup. Makes it a bit riskier than I'd like, but this affects all and it's easy to navigate with the wildcard. The main decisions are the most frequent formation, how many premiums to keep and the picks in defence. Having a pool of decent cheap midfielders such as Garnacho makes me go for 3-4-3. At the moment I'm only keeping Salah, if Haaland is back for game week 21 I could find ways to delay the transfer and avoid a hit, but this plan only works if Sun stays relatively quiet in game week 20 and so does Haaland on game week 21. As for defenders, I have to decide between three of Concert, Walker, Gabriel, Porro and Estupinam. At the moment I'm on Walker, he's got good fixtures and a potential double, and Estupinam, risky but very attacking and great fixtures and almost no rival if he stays fit. Letting go of Gabriel's easier because I've got Ryer in goal, and I'm letting go of Poro, which isn't easy. Maybe he'll stay in the team for a Stupinam. Alex is also on an active wildcard from a position of strength, he's already 17k overall. His team's different from Geo's. He's got Ryer in goal, Walker, Trent, and Moreno in defence. He's got Saka, Bowen, Richarlison, Foden, and Palmer in midfield, and he's got Alvarez and Watkins up top. Turner, Branthwaite, a Stupinam, and Archer on the bench. Here's what he had to say. I don't think I've ever had a wildcard with so much money in the bank. I've got 8.9 mil left. If we get some Haaland news, Alvarez will become Haaland. In goal, I've got Ryan and Turner. Turner seems to be Nuno's number one for now, and Arsenal have got the best fixture runs for the foreseeable future, so I feel he provides good value. Dinya news pending, Morello feels like one of the best options in the game, as when he plays, he gets so far forward, as seen last season, and even in the 40 minutes he got against Man United. Trent wasn't going to be in my wildcard, but he's been so impressive that he feels worth keeping, at least until the funds are needed for Salah later on. With a potential double on the horizon for Man City and another unfortunate setback for Stones, Walker feels like a really good pick as Man City fixtures look unreal, and I predict they'll start delivering clean sheets again soon. As Stupin and his back, we all know how good of an asset he was before his injury. Brighton fixtures clear up now, and surely they'll eventually keep a clean sheet this season. Everton look very solid, so Branthwaite makes up the defence as an enabler. Porro and Colwell notable absences, but Spurs have got a lot of defensive issues in an era where clean sheets are hard to come by. Is that the extra added time impact? Saka and Palmer remain from my current team. Even with a rough patch of form, it's hard to ignore Saka, who has kind fixtures, penalties usually, and he plays for a top team. In Sun's absence, I expect Richarlison to take up penalty duties, and he's looked very lively the last few weeks. He just needs to stay on side. Bowen's been absolutely tearing up recently with 4 returns and 5 during West Ham's harder fixtures, so getting him for this clearer run makes sense to me. Foden's the most interesting pick. Pep said recently, in Haaland's absence, Foden's become incredibly important for attacking returns, and he has been delivering so far. With a potential double, he seems like a very good option. I've opted for no Salah or Son, which is very bold, but booking transfers in a wildcard doesn't seem wise when Haaland could return at any moment. In attack, I've stuck with the same three I already had. Alvarez is now on penalty duties while Haaland's away. It seems like an obvious choice. The straight swap to Haaland when he's fit will definitely be happening, given that KDB is also back as well. Watkins has been having a bit of a rough time, but Villa's fixtures have been difficult, and I believe in him for the kinder upcoming fixtures. Archer is the best enabler in the game, even getting back-to-back -back returns recently. Thanks very much for sharing, Gio and Alex. Best of luck on the wildcard, gents. Let's move on to Game Week 20 captaincy, and it's very interesting how the results have fallen this week. We've got seven different players. Salah leads the poll with exactly 50% captain in him, and then it's Alvarez with 22%, and then Watkins with 12%. In 
In a week like this, when captaincy is going to be diluted, it's an opportunity to go over your gut if you've got a feeling about a player. If it goes wrong, then the damage at least won't be as bad as in a week where there's a clear favourite. 7% are on Son, 4% on Foden and Haaland, and one expert's captain in Erdegaard. It's very unlikely that we see Haaland based on what Pep said, though his captain and him will be doing so on the off chance he makes the game. We're likely to get some early team news either way on the deadline stream, so make sure you subscribe for that. Pulling up the goalscorer odds for Gaming 20, which assume the player starts, Haaland is top of a 66% chance, and then it's Sun with 46%, and then Watkins with 44%, and then Salah, Darwin and Alvarez. Not much separating places 2-6 to six, though. The latest FPL review projections have got Alvarez just out in front by 0.5 points, and then Salah, Foden and Watkins. Onto the experts team for Gaming 20. If you're new around here, the experts team's built from the highest owned players across their hundreds of teams to build essentially an experts consensus team. In goal it's Areola, in defence it's Trent, Pedro Porro and Saliba, the midfield is Salah Captain, Son, Palmer and Saka, the front three is Watkins, Solanke and Alvarez, and the bench has got Dubravka, Gabriel, Gordon and Taylor. So Alvarez joins the team in place of Archer. It was a lot of money lying around in recent weeks after Haaland left the team and it's been used up now on Trent and Alvarez. You could definitely make the case for starting Gabriel over Pedro Porro, perfectly fine if that's your preference. It's a very well-rounded team this week, though of course we'll see it drastically shake up in January when they flood to sell Salah and Son, so make sure you subscribe to see exactly what they do next. A quick note on AFCON and the Asian Cup, came across a really nice graphic which is a group effort from F underscore analytic, DB Absor and FPL Poland, which gives the expected return dates of key players based on the market odds. We knew they'd be back at some point between game week 22 and 26, but with this we can paint a better picture with more context. It helps to get an idea of when we might see them back. So in Salah's case, just a 5% chance he's back in Gaming 22. They've got a pretty easy group and expected to progress. A 35% chance he's back in Gaming 23, 72% chance of Gaming 24. In Sun and He Chan's case, 1% chance of returning Gaming 22, 31% chance of Gaming 23, and 74% chance of returning Gaming 24. In either case, if they go all the way, 99% chance they're back in Gaming 25. In terms of the weeks, it's a long time away, but there's just two game weeks in January, and if you're spending two transfers in Gaming 21 to sell them, keep a loose plan in place, as you may need them back as early as Gaming 23, which is just a couple of transfers later. There's a definite edge to be had over managers and moving fast to sell these guys, but also in being conscious of their potential return dates to move fast if it makes sense to get them back. Let's move on and look at the experts' tips and insights sent for Gaming 20. Andrew Deblin says, Many will criticise bringing in Man City punts such as Alvarez this week, not me. They can go for a very long walk during Man City's home fixtures versus Sheffield United. Such is the potential upside, this is well worth being a good short-term move. Math SMRC says, There's a few transfers to consider, but I want the flexibility to move between Salah and Haaland with two transfers next week, if Haaland's fit. And Munpal says, Captaincy is the biggest issue this week, not transfers. Nailing the captaincy will be crucial to getting a green arrow in a week like this. Having two free transfers going into next week is really crucial to deal with the African and Asian Cup players in our squads. It's even more crucial for those that sold Haaland. Element FPL's also got his wildcard active and says, I've gone without Salah, Sun and Haaland on a wildcard. I've left enough in the bank to go Alvarez or Solanke direct to Haaland, and there is a chance I'd just pick Haaland over Solanke. And lastly, BennyM90 says, Hope you have a happy new year. And likewise, wishing you all a happy new year. This is the final upload of the year, so I want to take a second to say thanks for all the support this year. The channel's growth's been beyond my wildest expectations. Lots to come in Game Week 2000... Game Week 2024? I'm just going to leave that in. And of course, we'll be live for the deadline on Saturday for the final stream of the year. See you then.
Social Podcast Network.